Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Believe in Falcons. I am your host. Will McFadden joining me for a special edition is former Falcons fullback Ovi Mahaley. Ovi, do you want to tell our listeners why uh, this episode is nice and special? Well, man? you know what? You know, I, I played a good time in the NFL. I have Ten years, you know, two-time All-Pro, but but most importantly, I'm a Wake Forest Demon Deacon. I'm for the Hall of Fame at Wake Forest. Eventually, they'll get me in. But uh, we're, we're a small fraternity. Every now and then, you get a chance to talk and connect with your fraternity brothers. And for me, that is fellow Wake Forest Demon Deacon Jesse Bates and fellow All-Pro, uh, well, not fullback. He's much smarter. Safety, they make more money. So fellow <laughs> All-Pro player Jesse Bates. Uh, Jesse's going to be joining us today, have a nice little conversation. Let's go! And talk about these Falcons because there's a lot to talk about and some we don't want to talk about. But it's still these conversations with the players directly. It's always good to see where their mind's at and uh, where their head's at. It was a great conversation. Uh, thank you to Ovi for really, again, lining this one up. This was this was great. You came through, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. And yeah, it was awesome just to get Jesse's thoughts. Like he is right in the thick of it. He is one of the leaders on this team. So nobody is closer to everything that's going on at Atlanta Falcons than, than Jesse Bates. And he was pretty forthright. And he was pretty, you know, I think gave some great answers that will help add some context to the state of this team, and most importantly, the mindset kind of in the locker room. So that's all the preamble uh, we've got for you. Let's just get into the good stuff. Here is Ovi and I's conversation with Jesse Bates. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling. College basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains the top spot for all your live betting actions and contests this season. The NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are also in full swing. And BetOnline is the number one source for all your wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get all the hoops betting action along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access available at any time. So head to BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Really excited now to have Jesse Bates, the Atlanta Falcons starting safety, one of the best defensive players on the team. Uh, he's joining us now during the bye week. Jesse, thank you so much for uh, taking the time, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you guys for having me on. A lot of uh, much-deserved rest, uh, a lot of hard work gone into the defense. I mean, have, have you enjoyed the bye week so far? Like, what, you spending time with family? What, what you got going on? Yeah, you know, um, you know, anytime you get a bye week, you try to, you know, get away uh, from the game a little bit and try to live like a normal person. Um, you know, <laughs> on a Wednesday, uh, usually, you know, I get in the building, you know, you, you usually get in the building to about um, six to about six if you, you know, got treatments and stuff before and after practice. So um, that's stuff that people don't really see on the outside world. But on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I mean, you're in the building for about 12 hours putting in work meetings and installs and stuff like that. So today, just being able to wake up, um, you know, in Florida, live a normal life, wake up at 8, 10 o'clock, and, um, kind of just listen to music in the morning and just live a normal life uh, has been a good, you know, reset. 
um, that I think a lot of guys, not just myself, um, but, you know, our team needed. All right, good stuff. Yeah, Jesse, uh, fellow Wake Forest Demon Deacon, first of all, it's a pleasure to have you on the pod, man. Um, <laughs> they, they, they don't make him like they, they do me and you. Like, we're, we're a special breed, and we're happy to represent, you know, one of the best universities in the country. But, you know, you brought all that intelligence and that swagger and the passion from your old team to the Falcons. And not just you, but the defense this year is really making waves, man. I remember back when I played back in the old days, 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11. Um, our defense is one of the better defenses Falcons have had. But since then, the defense has always been, you know, holding us back. We've had Matt Ryan. We've had dynamic offenses. But it's like, gosh, can the defense just stop somebody? This year, you guys are stopping people. You guys are getting to the quarterback. You guys are, you know, flying around the field. Like, what can you attribute some of your great numbers and the improvement in defense this year to? Yeah, um, you know, it's just a collective group. Um, you know, guys just wanting to do, you know, their 111 and, you know, buying into what, you know, Coach Nelson has, uh, you know, his first year kind of, you know, everybody kind of filling each other out, but um, embracing knowing exactly what the end goal uh, what wants to be, and that's to you know, make the playoffs, win our division. Um, and I think that, you know, it's been a tough last three weeks, um, but, you know, you still got everything in front of you and, um, to have the coaches and having guys that have been in that position in the playoffs and being able to speak on that to players um, and make sure that belief capacity is still there, um, that we can, you know, still do something uh, with this season. Jesse, does it help, you know, having – a lot of contribution from players who were elsewhere, you know, last year, and, and you guys are kind of coming together as this new collective to do great things. Does it help at a time like this when obviously the last three games haven't gone the way you wanted them to and the last two kind of particularly late game defense when you've got a guy like Calais Campbell or a guy like David Onyemata or yourself where you've been other places, had success at a high level, can you draw upon a lot of different bits of knowledge like that to kind of find the right answer because maybe Calais has been in this type of a stretch before. How does how does that all come together? Yeah, you know, um, at every I feel like at every level of our defense, um, you, you know, you got somebody that has experience in playing, you know, some in some big time games uh, with Calais starting up front. You know, different people, with different experiences, different perspectives. Um, you know, Calais is up front all the time. I'm kind of in the back end, so. Uh, just, you know, those leaders stepping up and being a voice um, to different experiences. Like I said, I think our defense have, has played well, but, you know, these last couple of weeks, we haven't been able to get that last stop. Um, and that's, you know, that's what great defenses, that's what great teams do. Um, and that's just, you know, something that you want to do as a team. Um, you know, you figure that stuff out and start playing your best ball during, you know, December, even Thanksgiving around that time. That's when you start wanting to play your best ball at, you know, every level from high school to you know, college to pros. You know, you always want to play your best ball at that point in time. Uh, yeah, shout out to my high school. Uh, the Snyder, that Snyder, they got the uh, semi-state this weekend. So All right. I'm going to go home and, you know, represent for, you know, the Fort Wayne Snyder Panthers. So shout out to them. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, you want to play your best ball. And, uh, hopefully that's what we can do. Jesse, real quick, who do you think would do better – you playing Calais Campbell's role, you playing up front, or Calais having to slide back and play your role for one snap? Who would who would do better in that exchange? Hey, Calais, where is that? He can he can do whatever. Uh, he's done this for a long time, so 
but you know, I, I'll have to argue. I can be up front. I'm a little quick. Okay. I've seen your bang, brother. I've seen you coming there and fill the hole. I don't think you can play in a deep half and being able to open. <laughs> He's so tall, though. He <laughs> just knocked everything front. down, man. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, if you argue with Calais, I mean, he can do whatever. He, he, he can beat up uh, Muhammad Ali at, at, at his. <laughs> yes. So, that's just how Calais is. He's one of the few guys, one of the few guys in the NFL that I still played against because everybody else is all these young yeah. guys. So McClellan, he's an old soul that I remember old banging school. up against. And he was a load, man. He yeah. was a, a, a hard guy to move, I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. But uh, speaking of greatness, uh, Jesse, me and you are in a, a semi-special crew. You know, being a Pro Bowl player, when you leave, Whenever you walk into a room, they're not going to say Jesse Bates is uh, coming to speak to our kids. Pro Bowl safety Jesse Bates is coming to speak to our kids. And, uh, you know, I didn't realize what that meant or the level of just professionalism or excellence that I exuded on the field. And because we can't be feeling ourselves when we play, we got to just take care of what what we got to do. But for you, what have you done personally to become one of the best safeties out there? Because everyone says it the best. Everyone talks a great game. But it's about results. It's about production. And you have created enough production to where the Falcons paid you a pretty penny. Congratulations, by the way, to come play for the Falcons. So as a Pro Bowl safety, what makes Jesse Bates a little better than the rest? Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, you talk about Jesse Bates, but it's a lot of people that instilled a lot of things in me uh, throughout my journey. Uh, started from high school. Like I said, I had a great high school experience uh, of just teaching me about just being the best at everything you do. Um, and then going along to college to, to Wake Forest, you know, wasn't great. Um, but, you know, Coach Clawson is still great things. And, um, you know, then going to get drafted by Cincinnati, same kind of process. Um, just staying consistent in everything you do. Um, you know, it, it didn't start always good for me. Um, but always just always making sure you did your part. Um, staying focused. Um, not worried about what the outsiders are saying or anything like that. Just always sharpening myself um, every every chance that I could mentally, physically, um, you know, spiritually. I would always, um, you know, hints to that, just always trying to get the best out of Jesse Bates the third. Um, and that has taken me to, um, you know, places that changed my family's lives and mm-hmm. um, being able to um, impact, you know, communities around that I'm, uh, that I'm in. So uh, it's, it's a huge blessing. Like I said, a lot of people, see Jesse Bates the third, but they don't see um, all the people that have um, instilled great things in me uh, to make me who I am today. So uh, that's that's what it is for sure. Good stuff. Yeah, that's an awesome answer, Jesse. All right, last one for you. Big seven-game stretch after the bye week. You know, you've got four division games left. I know that's the focus for y'all. As a team captain, I mean, what what is, is your role and, and what is your message in helping get this whole thing turned around? Yeah, I mean, it's just making sure that, um, you know, we continue to talk about the right stuff and um, coming off this bye week. I mean, we're not dead. I mean, you you put us uh, in our in our division. I mean, uh, there's not a lot of, you know, positive going on right now. Um, so it's kind of up in the air. Um, and it's our, our decision to, you know, take this bye week, like I said, to reset. And, you know, you look at it now, it's a seven-game season and, um, you you know you win some of those big time games. Um, you're not gonna win all seven of seven of them at one point, but week in and week out, you can uh, stack some wins and you, you blink and you end up in the playoffs and it's win or go home. Um, and I think that this team is built uh, for those type of games when you know 
it's one game and, you know, hard-nosed football, good defense, you know, running the football in the playoffs is big. Um, and I've experienced that. And I truly believe that this team can get that done. So uh, it's just about that seven. Like I said, we're, we're guaranteed seven weeks. And, um, hopefully we can, you know, get the job done. Uh, like this, you know, Atlanta, the city deserves uh, a playoff game at home. Um, you know, that would be a special thing. And I think we'll uh, definitely produce uh, if it gets to that point. So, uh, you know, just making sure that people believe, man. Just hope the fans can show up. Uh, we play the Saints, and it's going to be a big game for us, for sure. Yep, huge game, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Jesse, thank you so much for the time. We really, really appreciate it, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Jesse. Man, that was that was so great, wasn't it, Ovi? I, I thought Jesse, he really elaborated in some areas. Uh, you know, I thought talking about the stacking wins, like that. that is definitely locker room speak. Like that is come straight from... The, uh, the meeting rooms, what was your biggest takeaway from our conversation there with Jesse? Well, I mean, biggest takeaway is just how, I think, comfortable he is in our defense and talking about all the the key people that has allowed him to play his game because he, he became into a defense to where, dang, this covers are thin. There's nothing here to work with. I, I, I It's me, myself, and I. I got to do too much, which sometimes has been the problem with some of our stars. They haven't felt like they've had the support to where, they can just play their game and still be excellent in what they do. They try to do that guy's job and this guy's job and the law offensive line and the defensive line's job. And when when that happens, things just fall apart. But Jesse uh, acknowledged that, yeah, he he's the Pro Bowl player, but you know, they got, you know, the uh the linebacker crew stepping up, the defensive line with Clayus Campbell and Grady before he got hurt stepping up. We have so much talent, and now that talent's coming together. So that stood out as well as you know, him kind of talking about him personally. I was like, man, how how'd you get to become a Pro Bowl player? Because it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen to everybody. You you gotta have talent, but it's more than talent. Like yeah. everyone has talent in NFL, even though it's hard to see the some talent people, but everyone is big and fast and strong. <laughs> and to get to the league alone is a great accomplishment. But to be named as the best in your conference, what you do is not easy. And to uh, you know, to accomplish that, that, that's huge. And Jesse just talked about people who poured into him back to his high school. I love how he sh- shouted out his high school and uh, some of their accolades. Yeah. But uh, it's just understanding how to take the bits of greatness that you're around, that you see, that you watch, and make that a part of who you are. Because you, you can't duplicate. He can't be Ed Reed. He can't be uh, Patrick Peterson. You can't you know, just take everything they got and make that to you. But you can learn from some of these great players and and from his time with the Bengals and um, just coming throughout yep. football, he, he's learned how to take the best of the people around him and make it part of who he is, uh, which is one amazing safety that we're glad we have. So glad, dude. And you can tell just it's the consistency for me, right? Like he's been so good for yeah. so long. And he was there in Cincinnati overlapped with Ricardo Allen, who is a player that I had a lot of respect for being able to cover him. And just I would go up during locker room period and like, Ricardo and I would just shoot the shit and just I would ask him, hey, is this am I seeing this play mm-hmm. correctly? Right. Was this guy supposed to do this? I thought I saw a breakdown here. He'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, you're, you're seeing it correctly. So it's like you you can tell the people who put the time in away from yeah. the facility because, you know, you'll you can have a decent career if you really just put all in effort in the facility like that. That is a way to do it. But you got to be pretty dang talented to just do the best. Again, are like eating living, breathing, 
everything away from the facility. And you could tell, I mean, he's one state away. He's in Florida. He's not in Aruba this week. Like he's, <laughs> he's just Germany. He's, he's out there falling around like yeah. international pop stars. He's not in Argentina. Yeah. No, uh-uh. Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, yeah, he's just sleeping in until 10 o'clock. I, I love that. But I do think it it's a testament to Terry Fontenot and, and kind of the Falcons in their philosophy of the guys that they've given these long-term deals to, they have this yeah. makeup, right? Grady Jarrett, Chris Lindstrom, Jesse Bates. These are the guys that you, you're not worried about this week, right? Like, cause they're sitting there in the back of their minds trying to figure out answers to the problems, just like every coach is, right? They are, they take ownership of this team. what do you think of his response to, uh, Putting either Calais Campbell back there at safety or him up there at defensive. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Do you believe and, him? And, and I know Calais uh, uh, pretty well, and, and he does think very highly of himself. It's always those big, deep tackles, <laughs> D linemen that feel like, "Hey, man, I can play safety. I can play corner." So, like, yeah, because um, everybody's tiny to him. He's like, "I'll just chase around these little like, it, like I'm going to be Wemby and just knocking." Yeah, he has an amazing wingspan, but he don't got those wheels. If you watch Calais chasing that running back, you're like an old man trying to chase that running back, and <laughs> it ain't churning the way it used to, man. Those wheels ain't moving the way it used to. He's an amazing athlete, amazing talent, even at this age. But uh, he doesn't want to be out there for more than a play or two or, or three. Like, who is it? We had a guy, and um, I, I worked out with him the other day, Adelius Thomas, when I was at Baltimore Ravens. He still looks like he can play, mm. but Adelius Thomas, one of the few guys who played safety. Like We had him line up a defensive end, then he would go all the way out and play safety and come back and, and intercept wow. balls and everything. He was one of those crazy athletes. He played gunner for us and would be uh, triple team. I've never seen this before. It would take three uh, uh, people to try and stop him. And he would get two hands in their faces, throw two away, and run through one, and make the tackle. It was He was Pro Bowl uh, uh, special teams player year after year after year. Amazing talent. But Calais Campbell's not quite there yet. Talented, not that type of talent. I, I feel like you just described something out of the longest yard. It, <laughs> it just it taking was, two favors. Like, if you go back and just like, YouTube, Adelius Thomas special teams uh, highlight. It's yeah. scary. And we were so happy he was on our team because I didn't want to deal with that. No. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, all right, Ovi. So we're recording this Wednesday. Just talked to Jesse Bates. Uh, this is going to go up Thursday. Hopefully you guys are listening to it then. Or maybe you're re-listening to it during, uh, during the week because we are going to be off Thanksgiving week. The next time you will hear us uh, is going to be bright and early Monday morning after the Saints game. It's going to be a huge one. I know I've been saying the the last several are all very, very important games, but that's because they have been because the team keeps on <laughs> losing, unfortunately. But you've got the Saints uh, at home in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They're coming off a bye. You're coming off a bye. Obi, it kind of sounds like they they could go back to Desmond Ritter here, which I think you and Ooh. I agree is, is probably the right move. But you look at the uh, response that Arthur Smith is giving to questions about Desmond Ritter, and it's it's extensive. He's going on. It's he he's waxing poetic about the growth that he's shown and just if they can reset his mindset and get away from the turnovers that they like what he brings. Then they ask a question about uh, Taylor Heineke and it's basically the uh, length of a fortune cookie. Like that's how long his responses are. So connect those dots if you want to. I personally am. What do you need to see from the Falcons in the first game back to give you confidence that they can make this stretch run happen 
and win the division. I see a win. I need to see a, a, a W. Uh, I don't care if it's ugly. I don't care if, uh, you know, turnovers and interceptions happen. Uh, I want to keep that to a minimum, but I want to see us overcome it. Like the best teams find a way to overcome the mistakes, the deficiencies, the injuries. Like you just got to have something in you to where I don't care what happens. We're not walking out of this stadium off this field without a win. And I thought we had that because we had some ugly wins earlier on and try to put a positive spin mm-hmm. on that. But yeah, hey, positive Ovi's gone. He he he's he's somewhere like I don't know, bottom of the ocean. He's not coming back. I just need us to He's, he's in Argentina. He's in Argentina that, as well. That's where um, <laughs> that's where optimistic Ovi is. Ovi, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh optimistic Ovi. Not positive Ovi. Um Alliteration I just dog. want them to really go to our strengths because B. John Robinson, uh, he was used more. Uh, we almost forced it to yep. him to prove a point. I, I think you're yeah, going to see but, a lot uh, of that, dude. It, it was just frustrating the g- game before last. Like, why get Bijan if Tyler Algiers is is in there when you need to, to have a win? You need to pound the ball. And frankly, I think Tyler Algiers should be in there because I feel like he's the best guy for our downhill tough running. But Bijan's so talented. I I want him. I'm waiting for him to take 170, 60, 50 yards. Like, why hasn't that happened yet? That's He's too never fast. Been his- He's too good. Split that seam. Go to the sideline. Do a yeah. Jarius Norwood and take it for eighty. So he's he's Michael no, Thomas. He's he's, he's, he doesn't have that breakaway speed. Out years, he is going to be getting. He's going to he's going to get you so many twenty yard gains because so Bajan is always I think just going to get caught by that safety. But what he's going to do is he's going to hit that hole so much faster yeah. than Tyler Algier or yeah. Cordero Patterson at this point that he's going to get to the ten yard threshold in the blink of an eye. And then he's going to make a linebacker. He's going to get True. to the safety a lot. And he's going to hit the hole before it can close, which is is why I think even on some of these interior runs, it's it's like it's like hopefully a Warwick Dunn, TJ Duckett yeah. situation where Tyler Algier becomes so good at some of these short yardage specialized roles that you get him in there in the goal line, you get him in there. I don't need to see Desmond Ritter do another quarterback sneak this season. That's that's I don't need to see any Falcons quarterback under Arthur Smith run a quarterback sneak. It's it's like the opposite of the Eagles at this point. Let's just turn Tyler Algier into that guy, into TJ Duckett 2.0, make him your hammerhead, make him your Lendale White, and then let's let Bajan get 22 touches a game. I am so, so I'll in on it. that. I'm good. All right. Well, we are good, I think, then for this episode. Again, the plan is you'll get us. Bright and early Monday morning after the Saints game. We're off for the week of Thanksgiving. So everybody, please have a great Thanksgiving. Take some time off. Don't think about the Falcons. They'll be here. They'll be here on Sunday. Don't you worry. But enjoy time with your family. Get away, unwind, unplug after you listen to this podcast. So we're thankful for you guys. Ovi, anything else before we get out of here? That's it. Thankful that we will not lose in the bye week. That's good. Thankful we will not lose uh, this weekend. That is well said, my friend. Today's podcast, as always, was presented by Bet Online. That will do it for Ovi Mahaley. I am Will McFadden. Until next time, everybody, take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.